0: Do not adjust your tracking. You are now listening to the VHS Saturday podcast.
1: Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of VHS Saturday, the show where we discuss the strange and unusual, odd and obscure VHS types that we obtain through thrift, gift, and grift. My name is Henry. And I'm Allison. And this week, we are wrapping up. Doggist.
0: That's right, folks. It's the moment you've all been waiting for, where we crown the top dog of our VHS collection after a grueling month of reviewing nothing but dog movies.
1: Grueling is absolutely true, because (laughs) fuck, man, I already didn't like dog movies, and now I've had to watch more within the last month than I have in, like, the last six years.
0: Yeah, we've covered nothing but dog movies. And it's been quite a journey. We've learned a lot. We've come a long way. Um, Have we? (laughs) Okay, maybe not. But um, today I was looking at our VHS collection and seeing all of the wonderful non-dog movies that we have, and I'm so excited to start talking about them again.
1: I would much rather watch Bob Mann Golf (laughs) than uh, another dog movie i'll watch dorf goes fishing
0: yeah we will we will we'll get there (laughs) we'll get there but for now um we have covered all the different sub genres and sub sub genres of dog movie we've watched sports dogs cop dogs magical dogs all different kinds of dogs. We didn't cover killer dogs,
1: but there, we did cover dead dogs because that happens every fucking dog movie, apparently.
0: Yeah, but just speaking of like killer dogs, we're not talking about Cujo. We won't, sorry, everyone I, wants us to. It's I I
1: happen. say we might talk about Cujo in October.
0: Yeah, uh, we definitely have plans to cover some more uh, spooky content for. Henry's favorite month of the year. The most
1: wonderful time of the year.
0: <laughs> yeah, We uh, Friday the 13th was this month. We we celebrated that together. Um, I made Henry a little love coupon for a free horror movie date because I don't really like horror movies, so he can force me to watch one with him. So that'll be fun. I don't know
1: if I should go easy on you and be like, yeah, let's watch Halloween <laughs> or If I should be like, okay, let's watch something I don't even want to normally watch,
0: (laughs) like your fucking weird ass Japanese blood wrestling tape.
1: That's not even a horror movie. That's just some crazy gory Japanese wrestling with like weapons and shit. (laughs) Shout out to Tape Eater for that one. Yeah,
0: thanks, Tape Eater. And we were like, we were like doing acid. Like, what should we watch? And Henry's like, ooh, let's watch this. And whips out a fucking Japanese blood wrestling tape. And I was like, no, we should absolutely not watch that right now. <laughs> so we watched Jim and the Holograms instead. And it was, it was great. It was something. Well, yeah, we watched all dogs go to heaven too with the. Uh,
1: with the sound all fucked up like with only the uh surround effects and
0: the background music yeah no dialogue
1: dialogue was turned off
0: yeah and so we're kind of like oh should we fix it and then we're just like no let's watch it like this this." is like
1: fantasia
0: (laughs) yeah figure we might as well talk about it while we're wrapping up doggis because that is a that is a positive experience we've had with the dog would movie. Did you say
1: it's a positive <laughs> it experience?
0: <laughs> it was very positive. I had a good time, good memories watching that movie. It was I good. Am. Yeah. Uh, so. We didn't really cover any like animated dog movies. Because no. there's also a whole bunch of those. And I mean...
1: We could have watched Plague Dogs. And that's a terrifying like animated that. film.
0: Or, if you're not uh, familiar
1: with Plague Dogs... It's very similar to Watership Down because it's from the same studio. And if you're not familiar with Watership Down, I advise you not to Google it.
0: <laughs> don't. Don't. God. Um. So we covered mostly just like... Oh,
1: do you remember when we went to Goodwill and I found a copy of Watership Down on VHS? And I was like, I don't want to watch this, but I'm going to buy it to save some child from... Asking mommy, can I get the bunny tape and then <laughs> putting that fucking movie in and getting traumatized.
0: Doing the Lord's work. Yeah, traumatizing. Dog movies aren't the only animal movies that traumatized us growing up with VHS. But um, I would say that the vast majority of dog movies that we covered for Doggist, there were some pretty traumatizing moments in there. Yeah. So, of course, the whole point of Dogist is we want to watch all of these dog movies and figure out who's the best dog? What's the best dog movie? But there's so many other elements to these movies and different themes that we noticed. So we thought we would discuss the best and the worst of all different aspects of these movies. Before
1: so- we break it down to what is the best dog movie? That's that way right. you don't have to sit through all these fucking dog movies. You can just <laughs> watch the one we say.
0: All right. So the first topic is. Well, first of all, I got to also mention
1: losers of our dogest bracket are also eligible to win these other awards. Mm-hmm. They just can't win the top dog award. That's right. But like, you know. These other ones, it's a possibility because maybe they had one good thing about them.
0: So first topic, best and worst trope of the dog movies we reviewed.
1: Worst trope is hands down talking dogs,
0: talking dogs, talking dogs. Hmm. Yeah, I think (laughs) we only had. One movie this month with a talking dog, and that was my magic dog,
1: which did win that week. But that trope is still the worst fucking trope because that exists way outside of the movies we covered. And it's terrible.
0: Yeah, I think you have like two different kinds of talking dog movies, right? You have the ones where it's just a voiceover, and then you have the ones where they actually like animate the dog's mouth moving. I have to say that if I had a choice, I would absolutely prefer if the dog is going to talk, it's a voiceover because the animating the mouth is just so unnatural. It's so
1: uncanny valley. It's like it's like their their lips don't move like that.
0: Yeah. Like, there's no like, there's no way to do it that looks convincing or right because it, they just they don't do that.
1: Like it's it's like, the, even Disney, and their infinite money, not their infinite wisdom, their infinite money. <laughs> uh, it looks only like a step above annoying orange. Yeah, what the way it does. Mm-hmm. So
0: because there are some talking dog movies. That that I like. Like I really like the homeward bound movies. Are they perfect? No, but I do enjoy watching them.
1: I like Look Who's Talking Now last time I saw it, like 20 something years ago.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh so that's the worst trope. That's for the you. worst trope for you? Um, hmm. There's so many bad tropes in these movies that like, let's see, what's another one? Um The
1: dog always dying?
0: Yes. The dog, the dog trauma is just too much. I think it's unnecessary. It's like. Man, like.
1: Can we just love a dog? Like,
0: you know how like in like feminist film critique and stuff, they talk about how. Um, what is it like the wife in the freezer trope or something like that, where it's like um, a common theme or like method Used in like a lazily written movie is that like, oh, the girlfriend is kidnapped or the wife is dead. And so that's how the male protagonist has like motivations for revenge or whatever. That it's just kind of like a like just a lazy kind of trope. I think are you
1: saying Shigeru Miyamoto when he created the Super Mario Brothers was lazy?
0: yes. Story-wise, yes.
1: That is fair.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I feel like it's kind of the same thing with the dogs. It's like we see in every single one of these fucking movies, something bad has to happen to the dog Like, there's other pull at our heartstrings. There's and,
1: other ways of having conflict. We don't have to kill the dog.
0: Yeah, and a lot of the time there is conflict on top of that. So it's like, why even, like, why? I get sort of like my magic dog it kind of makes sense. It,
1: it, it's literally the plot. It's like Because the alternative title for My Magic Dog is My Ghost Dog. Yeah. If you go into a movie calling My Ghost Dog, you know what's happening, right? You, right. You know this dog is going to become a ghost. How does one become a ghost? You
0: die. That's right. So, so it's kind of like, you can accept that the dog is going to die, and the dog dies early on, and that's what kicks off the plot right. or you know so that makes sense like that has a purpose but in all of these other movies the dog getting hurt or in the case of airbud like being dropped off on a fucking island for absolutely no reason yeah
1: that made no sense like <laughs> fuck you dog go away it's like your mom let you keep him and like you got you destroyed the
0: clown man's papers yeah this dog's yours now man (laughs) so i would say in terms of like what movie did the worst trope the best like my magic dog definitely like there was a purpose for that the worst though like air bud that was just there was no reason why he had to dump that dog off on the island like there was no reason for that right
1: it's like we need to have you know climax and then have some more rising action
0: yeah because even in the cop dog movies like when um when jerry lee got hurt and when hooch got hurt i guess that made sense because they were like on the job they were doing not so much for
1: hooch hooch shouldn't like it's like why was this dog with you like you know mm. like that dog should have just been like at your house right because it's like you're he's just watching the dog
0: Yeah, that's true. He was just
1: watching the dog while the case was happening. Like Jerry Lee. Yeah, he's a cop dog. He was shot in the line of duty, busting bad guys and then subverted. He is perfectly fine. Right. Like you can expect that a cop dog might get shot. Part of the job. That's right. Mm -hmm. So,
0: yeah, I guess you're right. Like Hooch wasn't he wasn't involved in police work. He was really only significant because he witnessed the initial crime that got the police involved in the first place. Right. So. And so he was able to, like, I guess, track the villains. Kind like, of.
1: why didn't Tom Hanks, like, leave Hooch with, like, another veterinarian?
0: Like that really nice blonde lady?
1: Who said she didn't have room. But it's like, OK, you live in, like... It was in the Bay Area. (laughs) It was the same place that fucking uh, canine took place. Yeah. it both took place in, like, the Bay Area. Listen, I I don't know what it was like in 1989, but I am fairly positive that there was more than a singular doggy daycare in the entire Bay.
0: Yeah, like, you couldn't find someone to watch him for just, like, a day.
1: Right? It's like, this dog didn't need to come with you. This dog is a witness. He needs to be protected.
0: Right? Right. Witness protection like program.
1: Like, why why are you bringing this dog around when he's not trained to be in these scenarios?
0: Yeah. Jerry Lee, I guess, like, it makes the most sense. It makes
1: the most sense.
0: Like, why he would get shot.
1: And it was also actually adorable when he was, like, in the recovery room and, like, (laughs) He was like, uh, Jim Belushi was like, was it's Jim, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jim Belushi was like, falling his eyes out, and like you could see that. Like Jerry was like, oh, tell me more about how much you <laughs> fucking love me.
0: You know, I was reading after we <laughs> recorded our episode. I was reading about it, and I guess that that was not like staged or anything like the dog was really just acting like that
1: yeah, dog would like perk up and yeah. like duck its face back in that's yeah. adorable and so
0: they were like we're keeping this that's amazing and so in my opinion that just furthers how amazing jerry lee is like what an incredible fucking dog yeah um so yeah i mean the dog getting hurt that's an awful trope i also um i mean just like the uh I feel like I have to mention how much Home Alone ruined children's movies from that era, like the VHS era. I think that like Home Alone came out and then it was like every single movie aimed at kids had to have this like, um, it was like the two. Bumbling
1: bad guys. Yeah, like- the
0: two idiot villains and then like the a bunch of traps. It was like every single fucking movie had that. And so I remember in Soccer Dog and then I um, uh, can't remember which air it was, movie it was. It the was the
1: soccer, soccer air bug movie as well.
0: Yeah, the one with the raccoon. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, it was like every fucking movie, they just felt like they were obligated to have, it, it surprised me crazy. Yeah. yeah. And um, so in Soccer Dog, when they started pulling that shit, I was like, you got to be kidding me.
1: Okay. Hi. Hello. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's hot. Like it's summer. We have the door open, and uh.
1: I live in a city, so yeah. There's people milling about.
0: Lots of interesting noises on the Seattle streets, but uh, yeah. So, those are some of the worst tropes, I think. Um, Which
1: one was the your worst trope? You just named like five.
0: <laughs> uh, the worst one. The worst one is forced conflict. Any way they have to force conflict, especially in like an emotional way to get the dog, like to be hurt or sad or something like that is my absolute least favorite trope. Okay. Favorite trope, though. Like what's something that happened in dog movies that was a trope, but you kind of liked it.
1: Hmm. That's really hard for me because I absolutely <laughs> detest all these movies.
0: Yeah, I gotta admit, it's
1: kinda hard for me too. I would say when the dog is actually talented. Yeah. When they cast a talented dog. Yeah. Like, oh, we need a we need a canine unit for this dog movie. Let's get a real canine unit dog. And so uh the dog actor, um Coda? I think it was like his name was a coda for K9, d- like yeah. who played Jerry Lee.
0: Something like yeah. that.
1: Yeah. Uh so like th- th- he excels in those scenarios because that's just training to him. As far as he like, I think he just thinks it's training. <laughs> they're running through these, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, God, so there's that. Dog. And then, you know, the fact that Air Bud, Buddy, was actually a uh trained dog to do yeah. all these sports. And so all the sports shots looked authentic because it was authentic.
0: He was actually like putting those balls in the basket like he was doing. We
1: didn't have to fake it like we did in the volleyball (laughs) Bud movie. (laughs) Right. Where God, that was terrible. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my favorite trope is when the dog is actually from that realm that they are portraying it in. I'm glad my magic dog didn't have a, <laughs> a real one. Oh, my God. But, you know.
0: Yeah, I I would agree with you on that. I think that it's like if you're going to show me a dog, at least show me a dog that can do something cool. Right.
1: If you're going to show me a dog, a, a, if you're going to show me a dog movie about a dog that can yo-yo and that dog can actually yo-yo, I will overlook a lot of bad parts of this movie because that dog is actually doing a yo-yo.
0: Absolutely. And I think that says a lot about Air Bud, right? Right. That, like, you know, so much of it was just trash. <laughs> that they had this, like, they had this gem. They had a talented dog that could do cool shit. And they just, like, padded that out with, like, melodramatic bullshit.
1: Still less melodrama than some other movies we had.
0: Yeah. Which was
1: actually about talented dogs, but not really. Mm-hmm. Like, super, you know, Daniel Super Dogs. Those are real... Super dogs. But we saw them being super dogs for maybe five minutes in the entire movie. Yeah. And the rest was like Daniel being this fucking whiny little 12 year old.
0: Just some like prepubescent bullshit. (laughs) Like, I don't. I don't want to be along on this ride. You know, right. (laughs) Get me off now
1: so there's that
0: yeah uh all right so next topic villains so who was the best villain and who was the worst
1: Mm -hmm. okay i would say the man it's really hard for me to remember a lot of the villains Mm. like which makes them very forgettable like I would say maybe the worst villain, because they were so forgettable, was in Top Dog. It was a bunch of neo-Nazis.
0: Yeah. And
1: like, that's the whole plot of the movie. But you constantly forget through the movie that they're fighting neo-Nazis.
0: But think about this, though. Like, at least the villains in that movie were neo-Nazis. Who the fuck were the villains in Turner and Hooch?
1: Just drug dealers. Just
0: drug dealers. I think. Like, boring.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's the same bad guys that were in K9, but, like, K9 just handled that way better. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I don't know, like, sure we have boring drug dealers, but, like, I feel like when you're a, like, terrorist organization, and we forget that they're a terrorist organization, Mm. it's... It says, like, you're not being very good terrorists.
0: Yeah, yeah, true.
1: So there's that, I think. I don't know, like, who is the bad guy in Soccer Dog?
0: Damn, son, you got me there.
1: Was it, like... They're also forgettable.
0: Yeah. There are some really generic villains in these movies. They
1: tend to be, and they tend to be so fucking forgettable. But
0: then, on the opposite side of the spectrum, you have these, like, super hammy over-the-top villains, like, we have the Clown Man, Clown Man yep. from <laughs> fucking Airbud, mm-hmm. and then we have, like, the crazy ant from My Magic Dog. Right, right. Like, who, you know, and... An aunt who wants inheritance money doesn't sound like a compelling villain, but it was just like the way that she fucking. Hand it up so hard. Yeah, makes it. It, know, was, was, it
1: was it was it was interesting. It was amusing because you could tell she wasn't taking the role seriously. Yeah, you could tell that She was she was hamming up. She was aware she was hamming up. She was not overacting. Uh, So that makes it. Feel not bad. Right. If that makes any sense. Yeah. So I would. Yeah. For like best villain. It's a uh, it's hard for me. I'm going to give it to the the my magic dog. Ant.
0: you know, I wanted to say the same thing because
1: like Clown Man is memorable, but like at the same time, he's just he's just a drunk clown man.
0: Yeah. And he's not nice to the dog. Yeah. Like, that rubs me the wrong way. But, like, the aunt doesn't really, like, interact with the dog in any which way. Like, she well, just yeah, wants the money. Because the,
1: the dog's dead. Yeah. So.
0: But, like, it, but exactly, though, that it's, like, the aunt just, she has her motivations. She sticks to them. She's just very over the top in her performance. And that makes her, like, the most iconic
1: yeah, I think she's the most memorable. Like everybody else is very forgettable. Right. Um which might make that the worst, but I just feel that like in um Top Dog, the fact that we watched the movie and we're like, "Oh right, they're uh, a neo-Nazi terrorist organization." <laughs> Towards the end of the movie, like it's like when you have a bad guy that heavy and you forget it throughout the entire film until the climax, that says something versus oh the bad guys are two dopey Harry and Marv knockoffs. Right. Well, okay, yeah, they're they're just forgettable, you know? So that's that's where I draw that line.
0: So I guess while we're talking about uh the the ant and my magic dog, we can talk about like I made a comparison to Cruella Deville, right, who is also a villain from a dog movie. True. And then there was a dog movie on VHS. There was the 1996 remake. Right. Live action of 101 Dalmatians with Glenn Close as
1: Cruella, Cruella DeVille,
0: And she fucking killed it. She did. And it was She did amazing. not kill the dogs, though. No. <laughs> no. Mission accomplished. But, like, then there's also this, like, Cruella movie that just came out with Emma Stone playing cruella de vil right and like uh it's a piece of shit is it yeah it's really bad see
1: it you know what the only thing i remember from the 1996 movie is the fact that like the dad instead of being in um uh music jingles like radio jingles he's a game developer
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. And he
1: has this, um, like, really shitty game, and they're, like, playing with an N64 controller, and they're holding it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> they're, ho- they're holding, like, a third-party N64 controller wrong, and that's, like, permanently etched into my brain. Yeah. And it's, like, I'm, like, fucking eight years old watching this movie, and it's, like, this is the only thing you're gonna remember <laughs> is how fucked up this scene is with the N64 controller.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I watched... Um, uh, one of my favorite YouTube channels, your movie sucks he um he rewatched the Hundred and one Dalmatians um remake from nineteen ninety six and the original cartoon before seeing Cruella and uh did like a pretty deep dive in comparing all those movies. and yeah, uh however, Cruella did make a lot of money, so they've already confirmed that a sequel is gonna it's happen. It's
1: a Disney movie,
0: yeah. But I think it's It's interesting and
1: there's dogs
0: because like live action remakes seem to be a relatively like new thing that Disney has been like cranking out hardcore. They did have a few back in the day, like back in this era, but nothing, nothing nearly as bad as the stuff they've been putting out in the last, you know, five, 10 years. But, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I I always liked 101 Dalmatians. Next topic. Uh,
1: wait, wait. So the best villain was. The, the
0: ant from My Magic Dog. Yes.
1: Who do you think was the worst villain? Because I gave my opinion on the worst villain.
0: Oh, oh, um don't know i just my gut feeling is to say clown man i don't know clown dude man? i just don't like that guy he
1: was very unlikable yeah so yeah I yeah i will say that yeah clown everybody else was forgettable right but clown man was very unlikable
0: yeah you have to be particularly awful for me to like remember
1: like how bad it is yeah and not because he was a bad actor he was a fine actor he did okay yeah um, it was just he was a clown man was a really really unlikable character
0: mm-hmm. so,
1: job well done Airbud Riders. writers
0: <laughs> <laughs> fuck man
1: all right so but now the next best boy the
0: best boy
1: we're looking for the best boy but not the best best boy that's right right we don't want we don't want stagehands and we're not
0: talking about the goodest boy
1: uh, right. as in
0: like the dog right we'll get right. to that so, Because every single, like we've mentioned, every one of these movies is a boy and his dog story.
1: Unfortunately, yes.
0: Yeah, we didn't even see, like, you know, a girl and her dog. It's just, it's a boy. Every well, we saw time.
1: a girl and her several dogs.
0: Yeah, but in a story about a boy literally titled Daniel and the Super Dogs. That's true. So, you know. Well, I mean... That was the most girl that we got in any one of these well, movies. Well, doesn't
1: doesn't main character in Airbud have a sister? Yeah. And
0: like a baby sister. Is it a baby? Yeah. She's like a, a little sister. Yeah. But remember, she, like, like throughout in the, the, in the series, sequels. Yeah. She, she becomes.
1: And up. like some of the movies are more about her ish.
0: Hmm. Eh, she plays more of a part. I
1: thought like the volleyball one was kind of like her.
0: Yeah. But like the. um. The first few movies though definitely uh doesn't really right. play much of a role.
1: All the Airbud movies are a blur.
0: <laughs> yeah. We well,
1: remember the first one and the others are just like an amalgamation in my in my mind at least.
0: Yeah. Uh I don't know, let's see. The Worst Boy I guess we can count like Tom Hanks and Jim yeah, Belushi yeah. and Chuck Norris in 100%, this category. Yeah. <laughs> They're not boys, but uh, they, they are, are men, men. <laughs> with dogs. <laughs> um, hmm. My least favorite. That's hard. They're so generic. You know? They tend to be. They're all very much like self-insert protagonist material.
1: I think it's so like kids can be like that's me and my dog. Yeah,
0: exactly. 100%. Um, you see them have a little more personality in, like, the more adult-oriented dog movies. hmm Um, like, you know, fucking, uh, Dooley is much different than Turner, mm-hmm. even though they're both cop dogs, like, in cop dog movies. I mean, there are cops in cop dog movies. Right. But they, they stand out from each other. But it's like, you want to ask me the difference between, like, Toby from My Magic Dog and, like, whatever the kid's name was from Airbud?
1: See, I don't remember any of the main characters' names. They all just blend together. They're just
0: boy. I just remember Daniel. Because his name's in the title. <laughs> yeah. But, like, if it wasn't, we would just refer to him as, like, boy, like we did with the rest of the cast, like, Asian and fat and girl. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Like he was the only Asian in the entire movie. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. So And then they did have like the token black character as well, but you don't seem to remember her. So,
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> so my vote for worst boy. I would say might like okay. I hated Turner Hooch.
0: Yeah.
1: But Tom Hanks did good.
0: Yeah, like he he worked with what he, he had. Yeah, he did all like, right.
1: And a lot of people like that movie. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, Turner Turner. And Tom Hanks is a great actor. Uh I went on a Tom Hanks deep dive recently. Oh? Yeah, <laughs> just the other day when we were talking about like I was like, who'd win in a fight? <laughs> Tom Hanks or Tim Allen
0: and we agreed Tim Allen would win yeah as much not I like necessarily Tom we want him to win but we know <laughs> like realistically he would win right Tom
1: Hanks <laughs> also is like diabetic so he does have things going against yeah. him yeah so but yeah um I would say worst boy might be oh man I want, pardon me I want to say Chuck Norris
0: Chuck Norris huh he is kind of a deadbeat In,
1: In that movie, he's just kind of like, he's just some schlubby, you know, cop. Lives in like a shack house. Yeah. And like, uh, he didn't act very well in that movie. Um, So there's that. But I also really hated Daniel.
0: Really? Hmm. I think that Daniel was like... They really kind of like they focused a lot on like how his mother's death was affecting him. And in a way that he didn't even really realize, because I know that Daniel's a good kid, but he was just kind of acting out because of the stress. I think that movie actually did a good job realistically portraying that. Yeah, because he wasn't
1: wasn't even like acting out too hard. No, he was just like. Doing things. Yeah. I know I did things. And as a preteen and as a teenager. So. Exactly.
0: That's why I felt that like... I honestly felt that Daniel was like the most realistic out of all da- of them. Dan-
1: yes, I will say that. Daniel is the most realistic.
0: I want to say my least favorite boy is the fucking boy from Airbud. Because I cannot... I absolutely cannot get over the fact that that he just thought it was the best idea to dump that dog off on an island somewhere. Yeah. And that that was best for him. Like, I can't think of anything that any of these other boys did that was nearly as reprehensible. Like, did, uh,
1: did he take, like, he took, like, a ferry, right? Mm-hmm. Where did he go? Like, it was... I'm, I'm trying to think, like... It's he, like Vashon or yeah, something. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, did he go to Bainbridge? Yeah. Did he go to Vashon? <laughs> like, because that's local. Like yeah. So it's like, what island was he supposed to be going because he was, a uh, what, what what did it say on Wikipedia it was south of Seattle
0: yeah so like you know mm-hmm. fuck man yeah so fuck that shit um because at least like the boy for my magic dog like he he like had his own hobbies and stuff like he was into magic yeah. and whatever and like there wasn't anything about him that was particularly like bland or annoying or like he was just a kid whatever. He stood up
1: to the bullies.
0: He stood up to the bullies. Like, he used the dog to his advantage to, like, do the right his thing. kid
1: tried to, like, fuck with him. He just moved in. He's like, yeah, fuck you, dude. Yeah. I, I like that. I like that in a kid.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't think that kid was bad at all. No, yeah, he's... But, like, I mean, the fucking... The kid from Airbud was just, like, a whiny, shitty... Like he showed up to the basketball tryouts, but just like sat in the bleachers because well,
1: his dad died. And that's how Earbud is about how he was being affected and acting out from his dad's death. Yeah. So.
0: But like, I don't know, he was he didn't have to be mean to the dog.
1: Yeah, no, that part I, I 100% get. I'm just talking about like when he went to like the basketball thing because basketball was what he did with his dad. Yeah. Guess, so then he's like, he went to the tryout and he was like, fuck, this hurts too much to play basketball because it's reminded me of my deceased father.
0: Yeah. So I get
1: that. That doesn't doesn't give him a pass for his mom saying you can get the dog and then him destroying the clown man's paperwork for the dog and possibly murdering clown man because he... <laughs> Uh, Clown Man went into the into the sound, into the Puget Sound with his car. Uh, oh,
0: he lived. He lived. Clown Man lived. But,
1: you know, boy ran away mm-hmm. for all he knew. He just murdered Clown Man. Yeah. Or maybe manslaughtered. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Yeah. Fuck that kid. So, he is my least favorite. So like,
1: e- like, even if he didn't care about murdering Clown Man, fact is, buddy, Now there was no one trying to take your dog away. If you know that clown man just went into the Puget fucking sound in his truck, maybe, hopefully, not getting out. uh, And your mom said you can keep Buddy. Why did you go and try to ditch him? I don't get that whatsoever. No,
0: no, absolutely not.
1: So, you know, yeah, I I think, yeah, I'm going to go With. Whatever his name is from Airbud.
0: Yeah. He is
1: worst boy.
0: Worst boy. Best boy, though.
1: Mm hmm. Who do you think?
0: Hmm. Let's see. I like I like Daniel. I like Daniel. I like him. I think he's real. I think that like that movie was absolutely the most like Daniel realistic. got Lassie
1: killed, though. His his acting out got Lassie killed.
0: Did Lassie die? I'm pretty
1: sure Lassie died, or at least got injured.
0: Lassie was hurt. I don't know if she died, but
1: either way, Lassie got hit by a Buick.
0: Yeah, but here's the thing, though: is like
1: border collie. That's the.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like you're
1: like what breed is that? Like it's fucking Lassie. <laughs> it's a border collie. God, I just remember.
0: I will stand by the fact that I think Daniel and the Super Dogs is the most down to earth portrayal of like a boy and his dog out of all of these movies, Um, because there are so many dogs. It's not just focused on like one boy, one dog, like all the other movies are. It's more of like a boy is involved in this local dog culture in this small area in Canada
1: so Daniel the Superdogs is the most <laughs> realistic depiction of a preteen whose parents just died. Yes. In a small town in Quebec.
0: Yeah. And uh, I respect that. Like, I is w- the movie great? Like, no, but I mean, no, it's, it, I it's will, real.
1: I will say it was the most realistic yeah. out of all of them. Um. The movie was strangely compelling to watch. Yeah,
0: I have a really weird soft spot for it. I really do. It's
1: it's not a good movie and it was annoying and it was like, what? But then once it's all done, I have thought about this movie a lot. It's there's a strange it's strangely compelling. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so it's like, oh, is it like what is it about it? That is so compelling, I think last week you made fun of me and you said it's only compelling because you have so many questions left unanswered about it. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's true. But also, like, I'm thinking about the things that I don't have questions about.
1: You know what I think it might be? What? This was the least dog. (laughs) Despite the title, Daniel and the Super Dogs.
0: It had the least amount of dogs?
1: It had the least amount of dogs. There was no... Buddy dog where he's like, you know, he had his dog and a dog got taken away and then he started training another dog. But then like that dog got taken away and he's just doing all kinds of things while working with dogs. It wasn't like this dog was magical whatsoever. None of the dogs were, despite being super dogs.
0: Son of a bitch.
1: He was it was about everything else. And I so- think
0: you're right. I think you're right, because the focus of the movie Is on Daniel. mm -hmm. The super dogs is a setting. It's a setting. It's just the setting to. This story.
1: Yeah, the super dog arena is like where Daniel gets like a part time job, essentially. Yeah.
0: And so it's like, you know, when we were reviewing the movie for the podcast through the lens of like a dog movie and comparing it to all these other dog movies, it felt really like out of place or lackluster. We were just like. There's barely any dogs in it. This sucks. But like now that we're kind of taking a step away and we're thinking about, you know what?
1: As a movie, not as a dog movie. Yeah, like we
0: actually don't really like dog movies. We don't really care for the dogs in these movies. So like, yeah, the The fact that
1: the dog that in Daniel and the Superdogs, the dogs are literally secondary. Yeah. They do not play a starring role whatsoever. Like I don't remember the Borzoi's name. Wolfie? Wolf. Wolf. Wolf.
0: Wolfie's from Terminator 2. Yes. <laughs> Wolfie's fine, honey.
1: Your <laughs> <laughs> parents, your grandparents, your fuck, your foster parents are dead. <laughs> uh, I love that one time I literally said something about Wolfie to you. This is like months ago. <laughs> and you knew exactly where my brain was at.
0: Yeah, dude.
1: Allison and I both love Terminator.
0: Yes, I have a I have a giant Sarah Connor tattoo on my ribs, and I'm and getting I'm,
1: like a I'm getting a Terminator piece on my leg. Yeah, so.
0: there was some antique shop uh, downtown Tacoma <laughs> yep. that was selling like the- they, they've
1: had that for at least 7 years now.
0: Yeah, like a life-size T800, T-800. and yep. it was I saw it and I think they wanted like $4,000 for it or something.
1: I have, oh, I've I've contempl I contemplated when I first saw it, but it is missing a few pieces.
0: Oh. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, "Holy shit, I want that so bad." Yeah. So fucking cool. I would
1: love like a T800 bust to go with my other movie memorabilia. Oh, I
0: know. It's so cool. Or at least a hand. There's this uh, YouTube channel and literally like all it talks about is Terminator 2. <laughs> Not even like Terminator as a franchise, like literally just Terminator 2. And they crank out so much content because you can just talk about that movie forever.
1: Terminator 1 and Terminator 2 should have been the end of it. They should have never done anything else.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree.
1: Yeah, but uh, anyway, back to dogs
0: do we have to <laughs>
1: uh, canines are always part of like you know the resistance in Terminator also that's true,
0: they, they that play, true. they're they German play, shepherds too. yep they are
1: German shepherds like <laughs> in canine. You that's, know? Like, that's why I said the king of canine units like yeah. specifically thinking about German shepherds like, Shit, they are it? a key role in surviving right. Yeah. oh today's actually when uh, Skynet goes offline no way yeah August 29th not this year, but you know. Yeah. August 29th.
0: Damn. <laughs> well, shit.
1: So um. Daniel Super Dogs has very little to do with dogs, which makes it a terrible dog movie. But actually, might make it the best movie. Well, no, uh, it's not the best movie out of the bunch.
0: I don't know. We'll we'll get to it. We'll get to it. So we're talking about boys.
1: Well, we know that D- Daniel Super Dogs isn't going to make the best movie because it did lose. It is in the losing bracket. True. But you know.
0: Could it be best of the worst? Yes. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. People hate when we tag our shit with that. Yeah. They hate it. Yeah.
1: You know, it was relevant once. Yeah. So what do we, so we we went over best boy, right? Um. No, wait. We went over, yeah, we were going over best boy.
0: Do you think Daniel's the best boy? Uh, he's the realest boy, so it's like, does that make him the best? I don't know. I makes him the most memorable to me.
1: I'm gonna say Jim Belushi
0: Ooh. is the
1: best boy. They had a real chemistry between uh Jim Belushi's character and uh Jerry Lee, and he was funny. I remember some quips from that movie,
0: right? I, I mean. Hands down, K-9 is the funniest movie that we watched out of all of these. Like, and Jim Belushi, I never found him particularly hilarious. But like, oh, my God, the writing in that movie is so funny. He, he
1: did a good job in that role. Like, yeah. Yeah. And so um, Jim Belushi gets my vote for best boy.
0: OK. All right. Um, Yeah. I think that is perfectly valid. Uh. Daniel stands out the most to me as, like, a boy, mm-hmm. like, boy and his dog. When I think about that, it's like, yeah, you know, he's, uh, I don't know. He he felt real. He felt like someone you would know in your real life, whereas the other boys just were so generic. It was hard to, like, place them in right. reality right. anywhere. Mm-hmm. Fair. I I
1: would say Daniel was a close eye.
0: Yeah. So, but right. I just
1: enjoyed Jim Belushi as a character.
0: Yes, I did too, for sure. I don't want to, like, kiss up to that movie too much. Being right. Like, I really want to. I'm kind of suppressing that a little bit.
1: Right, right. <laughs>
0: um, but, I mean, while we're talking about it, dog. Worst dog. Worst dog. Hooch.
1: Yes. Hooch annoyed me. I don't get how people like this movie. You just have an annoying dog that just gets in the way and dies.
0: Hooch was literally the worst. Like, everything he did was, like... Because I think about, okay, if I owned every single one of these dogs, I put myself in those shoes, where, like, this dog is my dog. Right. Which dog would I be the least happy to own? Okay, if Hooch was my dog... The dog would destroy everything I've ever known and loved.
1: Yeah. If Hooch was my dog, he would be taken to Daniel over at the Super Dog. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. And uh, give right him- away. Yeah. Like I would have that dog for one night. All of my shit would be destroyed. And I'd be like, you got to go. Right. And I love animals. Right. OK. He, it would take a lot for me to give up a pet. But, like, I, that is I dealt with
1: some bad dogs, but that dog destroyed so much of Tom Hanks stuff in like a night. Let alone a lifetime. Yeah. You know? So, uh, yeah. Hooch. So fuck Hooch.
0: <laughs> worst dog.
1: Worst dog. Wor- Han- Hooch is hands down the worst dog. Doesn't
0: get worse than that.
1: The, uh, the soccer dog is kind of forgettable.
0: Yes. But. Doesn't even play soccer. Yeah, he did. But, like, Not really. really. Not really. No, With was- a CGI ball, yes. maybe? No, like that. He, dog well, is I think a close there was a few second. times he
1: did like jump for the ball, like I guess. Yeah.
0: Well like I don't know. But dude. no, Hooch
1: was just uh that's a bad dog. Bad,
0: very bad dog. Bad dog. Bad smacks <laughs> newspaper. <laughs> what
1: you clown man?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck hooch. Um I don't know, like if we had to pick because Hooch is like the obvious choice of like the worst dog. I mean it's
1: literally the plot of the movie. Yeah, like <laughs> who's
0: the who's like the runner-up? The
1: runner-up of um can it be Airbud from the all the sequels? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I like I like Airbud, the dog. I like the dog in all the movies. Even if he's not even doing the sports. Okay. I okay. think he's a good dog. Mhm-hmm but like the uh soccer dog is really is really lame.
1: I don't see I don't I hate the soccer dog like he just wasn't memorable but I, that was another movie where a little bit more melodrama it wasn't so much a like boy and dog antics
0: yeah so
1: like we didn't see the dog doing too much besides playing soccer and uh you know um a few minor other things. Uh, I think because
0: all the other dogs really have quite a lot of like personality. They're identifiable. They have skills. Or, Except like, for super dogs. Yeah, there were so many dogs in that movie, though. Like um the Jack Russell Terrier from Daniel and the Super Dogs was like pretty fucking forgettable. But at least he had like a story arc. He did, yeah. Um, but like I don't know, what did Soccer Dog have?
1: A bandana, I think. A
0: bandana.
1: You think he had a bandana? I don't know. Uh, fuck. I don't know. I I want to say all the Air Bud sequel dogs. Mm. I want to say them because they were so forgettable, and I will. They are so forgettable, but I will always remember the fucking um, close-up of the paws to do a spike.
0: Yeah, that's pretty. Um, because I was just bad. like, God damn it. Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. So we're we saying Hooch is uh, out of the running because he's such a
0: bad dog. Dude, I want to I, I, I will confidently say Hooch is 100 percent the worst dog. There is no debating it. There's no arguing. Mm-hmm. There is no close second. It's like Hooch is undeniably the most hateable dog yeah. out of all the dogs we've talked about. Yeah. Yes. It's my most confident answer thus far.
1: Yeah. 100%. Awful. One hundred percent.
0: I think that like the um, I guess a, a subgenre we could have talked about is like the uh, I like to call it the lovable mutt genre, where it's basically like a dog is a piece of shit,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: the owners put up with the shenanigans and eventually like, uh,
1: the dog starts like magically learning the be trained
0: yeah like, like what was it was it like beethoven? beethoven yeah yeah beethoven which we have not talked about i
1: think beethoven i've s- like started that entire like genre
0: i don't know turner and hooch was before that
1: Turn- yeah but hooch never figured it out he died <laughs> yeah hooch never figured it out like and then like hooch's kid was also like Trash
0: and also Turner and Hooch wasn't a kids movie. It wasn't. Uh, Beethoven was like definitely like a family film. So which Man, means it's I want to say
1: children. Beethoven came out like maybe the next year. I know it was like before
0: nineteen ninety two. Yeah. Yeah, lovable much genre. Fucking John Hughes, how dare you? Um, same old shit. It's like, oh, the dog sucks and the dog's really hard to deal with, but he's a dog. We love him. There's a lot of dog movies like that. We didn't cover any of them, but. Mm -hmm. uh, So I I can't be fucked to sit through that.
1: That's that's the worst genre.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I saw Turner and Hooch and I was like, that's enough. (laughs) No more, please. But. Best dog, though. The best Jerry dog. Lee. Jerry Lee. Jerry Lee. Best motherfucking dog. I have to say that like the original Airbud is like very close. Very close. But very like, close.
1: Like the original Airbud is very close because Buddy was a very skilled dog. Well athlete.
0: Wait, well, hold on a second. What about so like Jerry Lee in K9 was played by a couple different dogs
1: well still within the realm of the movie mm. the fantasy of the movie i mm. want to say jerry lee
0: i love jerry lee jerry? if he was my dog i would be so proud
1: oh yes like that that was a the apparently a number of dogs played him combined together in an amalgamation for but uh though that transformer of a dog, that megazord of a
0: dog. The concept of Jerry Lee is an but,
1: amazing dog. That was a great dog. Those were great dog actors.
0: Yeah. But like Airbud, like the original Airbud, that was just that dog. Yeah. It was just, that was all him. But we don't know how much
1: of Jerry Lee was, was singular dog.
0: Yeah, because it it's said backups
1: and stand-ins, so like long shots, other stuff like that. You know, Jerry Lee Koton was in his trailer, yeah. So it's like, we don't need him for this, we got a it's a wide shot, <laughs> get his body <laughs> double life in life of
0: luxury. That dog,
1: <laughs> so like a
0: short life, you know, yeah. That, that
1: That's what that's why it sounds like you know, backups, that's that backups and stand-ins. That's what that is. Like any of the actual acting, that was. Definitely like one dog.
0: Yeah. Very, very close tie between Airbud and Jerry Lee. But like, man, I fucking love Jerry Lee.
1: I, I, it, I To me, it dog. goes to Jerry Lee because of the acting prowess that that dog displayed. Mm-hmm. It emoted very well. Yeah,
0: Airbud wasn't really like a good actor, he, he was, was very, talented. He was very good at playing basketball. <laughs> And like, A lot like Michael Jordan, <laughs> <laughs> very good at basketball, not so much at acting. Valid. <laughs> Airbud is the Michael Jordan. Didn't they
1: come out the same year?
0: I think um, uh, Space Jam was 96. ninety-seven.
1: No, well, one, one was ninety-six. One was ninety-seven.
0: Airbud was ninety-seven. I know that.
1: 97, right?
0: So I thought Space Jam was 96.
1: August 1st, 1997. Oh, fuck. That's August. <laughs>
0: huh?
1: August 1st.
0: Yeah.
1: We should have, damn, we should have done Sports Dog. Did we do Sports Dog first? I mean, it cut. Second. So dang. So Space, Space Jam, Jam was of March,
0: 96. 1997. Uh, not 96. March
1: 96. Mm-hmm. Was it March? I don't know. It was
0: 1996, and Airbud was 97, so.
1: November ninety six. Oh man, that's that's almost ninety-seven. Mm-hmm. That is late.
0: And then um Airbud used a lot of the uh same songs that were on the Space Jam soundtrack, too.
1: That's weird. Yeah. That's really weird considering like Warner Brothers and Disney.
0: Yeah. Huh. But the uh the fucking the Space Jam soundtrack was like It went platinum, like, a million fucking times. I
1: mean, it's also just, like, a lot of jock jams. The only original song on there was Space Jam.
0: Um, I think that, like, I can't speak off the top of my head, but I know that, like, it is one of the greatest soundtracks in movie It is a great
1: soundtrack. I'm saying, saying like, uh, that's why I'm saying, because it's a bunch of, like, great tracks. That are all relevant towards the feeling of basketball. Like I believe I can fly. Yeah. So those would all be well suited for another movie mm. about basketball.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Because that's what I'm saying. Like because only one of those tracks was actually original to the soundtrack. So that means like the only track that like Air Bud wouldn't be able to use theoretically would be. The space jam theme itself, yeah. So, by the Quad City DJs, of course. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, I, I really like Buddy as a dog. I really like him, but I mean, when it comes to the acting chops, like he can play basketball, he can't really act. But Jerry Lee can act and be an incredible cop dog. Mm-hmm. So I mean, ten out of ten, A plus. Right, he wins.
1: 100% I agree.
0: So. We've covered many sub genres of dog movie, which technically makes them sub sub <laughs> Um
1: Or is it sub sub subgenres? It goes
0: deep. It, it goes deep.
1: Yeah. Because it's like it's an action movie and it's a dog movie. And it's, or is it an action movie? And then it's a cop movie. and then it's a dog movie. Mm hmm so
0: it's a lot so. it's a lot to take in but uh of the ones that we've covered which one do you feel you enjoyed the most
1: wait are we talking about dogs now subgenre
0: subgenre
1: subgenre okay i am not a fan of magic dog no i'm not a fan of magic dog mm-hmm. uh, I'm a computer nerd, and so I'm also not very interested in sports dogs. Okay. Um, I we watched more sports dogs than any other genre.
0: That's right. That definitely uh, saturated the market. I mean, there's no comparison. I mean, it was
1: Airbud that's like we thought we thought it was more, but it's like, oh, soccer dog had two movies and then Airbud had like seven. And,
0: but I mean, shit, it's undeniable that there are just a lot more sport dog movies. Right. Than and any other.
1: Uh, so that is also my least, that is also down there. Like, I don't mm. care to watch a dog pretend to play sports. I don't care to watch humans play sports. Right. I don't care to watch humans that are really good at sports to play sports. I will watch a real dog. Play real sports because it's like wow that's interesting. I don't give a shit if you're gonna be faking it. Mm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, sports dogs off the off the fucking table. Magic dog off the table. That leaves cop dog. I like cop dog.
0: I like cop dog too.
1: Like cop dog is. Definitely up there for me.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think also cop dogs are much more adult oriented than the other movies. Yes,
1: all the only so, cop dog movies tended to be even even though the canine sequels were more children oriented. They were still more adult than right. the other ones. <clears throat> yeah, so.
0: Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. I. I have a weird soft spot for the sports dog movies like. I don't know, as lame as they are, I think it's interesting that they're their own little universe and uh, I don't know, seeing them try to make a dog play a sport that a dog could never feasibly play. I don't know. There's something just a little like charming about that to me. Um, I, I would say my initial reaction is like, yeah, I liked the cop dog movies better because Damn. they felt more like movies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, like anytime I watched an Airbud movie, I'm like, I'm watching like a Disney Channel. I'm watching movie.
1: A, this is clearly
0: like this is made for TV. This is like, not
1: my I'm not the audience for this. Yeah,
0: that. It, and even if I try to put that aside, I don't know. Like, it's
1: hard. It's hard to like really watch
0: corny. It. Yeah. And uh, I felt, yeah, that like the cop dog movies were more like
1: even something like top dog which was like more children oriented than the other you know kane nine and all the sequels yeah. and stuff like that even that still felt more like a a movie yeah than you know some of the other ones we watched
0: mm-hmm. so cuz at least they had like actors that we knew yeah there's that. that too yeah you know uh, a lot of the other movies were just kind of like randos. So it was this like, is
1: true. It's like, yeah, that, that so they felt more like movies. it's like, oh, who's who's the actors in the top cop dog movies? Oh, you got Tom Hanks, Chuck Jim Morris. Belushi, Chuck, Chuck Norris. Yeah. Who's the main character in the sports dog movies?
0: Some fucking that guy. guy, some fucking kid, some Disney kid. Yeah.
1: So yeah, that's why that's why cop dog takes the win by a mile in my eyes.
0: Yeah, I think I would agree with you on that. I do like sports dog movies, but uh,
1: I like a sports dog movie.
0: Yeah, but they're not they're really not great. So I mean, can I really say they're the best? Eh, maybe they're my runner up. Yeah. Yeah. Um.
1: So I think what movie had the best soundtrack?
0: Oh, um, earbud. I disagree. Oh, what do you think?
1: Soccer dog.
0: Soccer dog. Because of all the ska. It's so fitting. That's, <laughs> so
1: soccer dog. The soundtrack made it fun. It felt very 2000. There was a lot of there. There was a lot of ska. There was a lot of pop punk. It felt very much like it fit the tone of the film where it's not taking itself so seriously, because that's the thing about soccer dog versus like Airbud. It didn't take itself seriously. Like that's how come like we had our Arlie Erme rip ripoff for like the coach being like a drill sergeant, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. It was it it wasn't supposed to be taken seriously versus okay. Airbud was. And so the ska soundtrack made it very fun. And yes, I do also enjoy ska.
0: You know what? Uh, consider me convinced. I yep. think you're right. I think that uh it did have a fun soundtrack
1: that fits the tone of the yeah. film mm-hmm. because like, yeah, it's like like Airbud takes itself seriously. Even after the first one, at least the right. other ones start getting like the bumbling bad guys. and <laughs> yeah. stuff. it takes itself seriously as like a melodrama. And then like Soccer Dog was like, yeah, there's a serious story about this kid and being adopted and stuff. But here's the Aquabats. <laughs> it's it. You got the Aquabats in there, so it,
0: it takes a win in my eyes. Yeah. If you wanted to ask me which of these movies had the worst soundtrack, I really don't think I could tell you.
1: It's all kind of just... Uh, yeah. They all just kind of have, like, very generic scoring mm-hmm. rather than, like, an actual soundtrack.
0: Right.
1: Worst soundtrack is so hard to say because, like...
0: I just don't even feel like I have the, like, the brain power to even give a shit. Enough to like want to quantify that.
1: Yeah. So everybody else loses, but yeah. <laughs> everybody loses, but the best but the runner up is uh Airbud <laughs> with Soccer Dog taking a win in one category. Yeah, right. Good
0: job, Soccer Dog. <laughs> you made it somehow. All right, so the day denouement, the the number one reason why we came here this week.
1: Well, this what? is my house. That's why I
0: came here. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> what is the best dog movie of all the movies we've reviewed?
1: We both have the same opinion on this, so let's just say it together. Ready? Three, Three two, two, one. Canine!
0: Canine was it's, the best uh. I love this movie. That movie was great. I loved it. I want to watch it again. I've been dying to watch it again. I think the humor is fantastic. I think it's so well written. It's so funny. I
1: remember parts of that movie. (laughs) (laughs) I remember the plot of that movie. I remember character names in this movie. Yeah. Because it's a movie.
0: I thought it was really funny because... Turner and Hooch was kind of like the first of its kind, right? It like didn't take itself too seriously, right. which was good. It did have some serious moments, but it's uh Hooch was so unlikable and Turner was really just Tom Hanks. He didn't have anything like unique about him.
1: Oh, you know what else I just thought about? It. What? So I remember I said, who would to fight Tom Hanks versus
0: Tim Allen? Tim. Yeah.
1: Tim Allen was in a dog movie, also.
0: <gasps> yeah, the Shaggy Dog. But
1: that's way like, that's way after the VHS period. I think
0: it was literally like the year VHS stopped. It was. I think it was actually two thousand six. Dang. So, Shaggy Dog just fell outside of our window, which I'm grateful for. Maybe it's on VHS. I don't know. Oh, um, the old one is. Oh, the old one is.
1: Because it was it was it was a remake.
0: Yeah. Yet another fucking Disney movie. And then there was the Shaggy DA that was also, uh, that looks cringe as fuck.
1: Yeah, so, uh, oh God.
0: <laughs> Literally, I want to say, like, one of the worst movie covers of all time. Like the shaggy dog cover is like they put Tim Allen's eyes on this dog, and it looks—it's
1: disturbing as fucking shit. Oh my god,
0: really? That is what my sleep
1: paralysis demon looks like. Yeah,
0: that that should not exist. Like the person who made and approved that, like they should be put in jail. That's offensive. I don't like looking at it. Um, but yeah, Tim Allen was a dog in a movie as well. Um I I personally haven't actually seen the movie. I Neither know that it's I. a lot of people shit on it. Yeah. I know it's like one of those like easy to hate movies. Raise
1: the <laughs> Raise the Wolf. <laughs> That's the tagline. Oh my There's god There's also his his bite is worse than his bark. God damn it. so fucking stupid. Fuck he ate it. God. Tim Allen is man's best friend. I would hate to be in the boardroom meeting when they're just having to come up with all these fucking like.
0: God, that's so cringe. It's going
1: to be a rough day. Fuck me. I like puns, but Jesus Christ, they they were just thinking of every single dog pun they could. And like, we're going to release all these posters and DVD. Like, I work
0: in a marketing company. I know how these things work. Like you do sit in a conference room yeah. around a table and you just spitball ideas and you go with the best one. And so, yeah, if your company is a team of people who have really shitty ideas, you get stuff like this. Where like, I I don't understand how a boardroom full of people sat at a table. That looks, that looks horrifying too.
1: Yeah, but that's what dogs realize.
0: Are they? It yeah. looks taxidermied.
1: No, those dogs just have tiny ass eyes. Jesus, fuck. Oh, not that one. Like, uh, because, like, you know. Wait
0: a second. Was that VHS? Is that a hard shell VHS? DVD. <sighs> fuck. Yeah. I was like, please, God.
1: Yeah, these dogs just have, uh, Ew. tiny little eyes. Which is why it's, that's why it's so disturbing to see Tom Hanks' eyes on it. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, like, You mean Tim Allen? Yeah. Tim Allen's eyes on that dog because we know subconsciously that breed of dog has these tiny beady eyes and to see these human ass like giant eyes on there. It's like,
0: um, have you ever seen, I was actually like at the store the other day buying cat food and, uh, they didn't have the kind that my cat normally likes. So I was looking at all the other cat foods to see if there was like one that was comparable. And, uh, I did end up seeing the dog food section as well. And in the dog food section, they have these like dog treats where the cover has a dog, but the dog has like human teeth. Oh, yeah. You know what yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah, about? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I I think that's kind of like in the same realm. It's very like uncanny valley to see a dog with like human teeth where they're like all the same length and. It's like, why, why would you do that? Why can't you just show like a dog with a normal dog mouth? Like you can make the teeth look whiter or whatever. Like, that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. But like giving a human teeth. That's fucked. It's nowhere near as bad as giving a dog human eyes. That's yeah. ho- that's horrifying. That should not exist.
1: It's and like there's so many variants of it. Mm
0: hmm like someone approved that not just one person either that was like a team a team of people it's like approved that it's
1: because someone looked at the original like box art post art for the original movie from the 50s and they saw that they put the glasses on the real dog you're like oh we we have the technology we <laughs>
0: we, we can <laughs> rebuild him Wait, did did Bob Iger approve that? Who was CEO at, at Disney at the time? I think that was Bob Iger. Did he approve that? Unbelievable. I can't. I fucking can't. Uh disgusting, awful, shouldn't exist, terrible. Uh, not part of our bracket, but easily the worst. I mean, look at that trailer. Look at how long his tongue is. That long CGI yeah, Tim Allen tongue. No. No, that's like Son of the Mask level like awful. Absolutely disgusting.
1: So uh what were we talking about? Sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, uh we were talking about the best, yeah, best and worst movie. dog movie and we said that K9 was the best movie because it is. It it absolutely is. It it's was a hilarious. legitimately
1: good movie. Yes. And I don't know why Turner and Hooch is considered like the quintessential dog cop movie. Yeah. I really didn't enjoy it, but I loved K9
0: I think the reason why Turner and Hooch is more remembered is because it's like it's more generic. Uh, I think that K9 had like had more personality to it. I think like it had comedic writing and it was really funny. But it also had a lot of adult themes. And so I think it wasn't as easily digestible. I don't for think like, n- you know, maybe
1: it didn't find its audience yeah. because people say, like, oh, dog, that's got to be a kid's movie,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which is why like I think that's what ended up happening is they realized that, oh, kids are going to want to see. You. That's how come we've discussed before there was a de-evolution. De- of the right. dog movies. It
0: is interesting when talking about the whole K9, Turner and Hooch, like together specifically, because they did come out only within three months of each other. Mm-hmm. So like they were in development at the same right. time. Like you can't really say that, oh, the Turner and Hooch made changes because of how K9 that it was just like a weird coincidence. And um, it is what it is. K9 came first. And uh, in my opinion, it is a better movie. It's more likable. But I do think that Turner and Hooch is just more easily digestible for, like, normal audiences. The movie focuses primarily on, like, uh, Tom Hanks and a dog getting into shenanigans. That's kind of just like the... That's what it focuses on. And that's where that's what people remember. Whereas K9, like, if you're just viewing it without really listening to what they're saying, I could see it being more forgettable. I
1: love the rental car scene. And I will for I will not forget that. No,
0: I think that's absolutely fucking hysterical. Yeah. Like, and the way that he's in that warehouse and like he gets up on the fucking um What is that machine that, like, lifts him up into the air?
1: Like a scissor lift?
0: Yeah, something like that. He, like, gets up on this lift and he's like, now listen to me. And, like, while he's giving the speech, he's, like, going up and down. And, like, he's just dicking around. And, like, all these people are just standing around listening to him and, like... And then the dog just fucks up every single person in like one fell swoop. Dude, the bar fight, yeah. Yes. The
1: bar fight was so
0: good. Yeah, like Jerry smashes a pool ball with his teeth. He starts
1: pouring himself a drink like it's the most badass (laughs) fucking thing. It's like I'm not fucking around. Yeah,
0: it's just so good because like he's such a fucking asshole. He doesn't do anything. Like it's, the dog does everything. I, well, the he, dog just fucks shit up.
1: He brings this. He brings the muscle in. Yeah, and it's like Jerry, do your thing.
0: Yeah, it's like and he just gets to sit back and do nothing. He gets to talk all the shit he, he wants. That's what. Yeah,
1: he gets to do that and he gets <laughs> to you know be this conniving. Just you know, like cynical, fuck you, and I love it. The yes. fact, like when Jerry Lee had that that bad guy by the balls, quite literally, yeah. and he's like, "Ah, oh, what are you gonna do?" This? And then, like Jerry Jerry Lee's like listening, and he can tell because off the the fluctuations of you know Jim Belushi's voice, he's like, "I oh, don't know, man, what are you gonna do?" <laughs> and he like grips it the balls a little bit harder. And he's like, "I'll talk, I'll talk."
0: so fucking good it's so funny i love that movie i love it it is hands down like my favorite dog movie i can say that confidently yes like and <laughs> and i had never seen it before same, august same. um i never thought to give it a chance we, i thought it was going to be garbage we
1: that's why we got it and you know
0: what <laughs> k911 was garbage yes like everything that came after k9 was pretty bad we haven't bad. seen
1: all the sequels
0: no i i want to Yeah. just but, to check. like i mean because K-9PI came between those yes, two, right? Yes, we haven't so
1: seen the middle. We saw the beginning and the end. Yeah, so, so for th- all
0: we know, it's it's also good. Yeah, um, but so K-9 we've been
1: holding good. this in so much because this we both loved this movie and in every other dog movie we've watched this fucking month has been just awful and we watched canine at the very beginning so it's been like who's gonna win dog is it's canine it's canine it's like fucking canine such a good movie yeah
0: let's pop that in right now let's wrap this
1: we we gotta talk about what's the
0: worst the worst movie who is the
1: who is the worst dog movie oh my
0: god um
1: i say okay movies you gotta watch are definitely you know, canine mm-hmm. air bud because it's air bud.
0: It's a classic, whether you like it or not.
1: Um, And even though my magic dog won. I would say you should still watch Daniel and the super dogs over it. It is a strangely compelling melodrama.
0: I will definitely recommend Daniel and the Super Dogs. I know that at the end of a lot of our episodes, we say, like, would you recommend people watch this? Yes or no? Yeah, I would. Yeah. I think it's really it was interesting. An, it's an
1: interesting movie, and it's a, it's actually a good time capsule of 2004 a 100%. bit. 100%. Um, but that's also why I like uh, uh, The Soccer Dog, because yeah. it, the, the soundtrack alone is like, oh, man, I know exactly when this movie came out. Mm-hmm. So... Um so Soccer Dog also is not bad. We we watched Soccer Dog and we didn't hate it when we watched no, it. No, so.
0: there's nothing really hateable about it. It's just um it it hits all of the beats it, it, of a sports dog. It's movie. just
1: not as good as the original Airbud. Yeah. Yeah. I would say it's better than the Airbud sequels.
0: Mm. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Soccer dog is better than the Airbud sequels. Yeah,
0: definitely. Um but it's still not, I mean, that's, that's not the original airbud, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, the original Airbud is like so like the scenes in Airbud when he's actually playing basketball I really liked it. Yeah. I really liked watching like the best. I liked his little dog scenes. shoes. Yes. But like that's that's only like 15% of the that, whole movie. Yeah, it's about
1: literally about 15 minutes. And so
0: it's like yeah, overall I can't say that it's like a great or Fair. enjoyable movie cuz it's like those little like nuggets of gold don't really make up for everything else so
1: the worst dog we still got to like what we just talked about a bunch Mm. of good ones so i
0: want to say that like my magic dog is the worst in terms of like effects and stuff like that's
1: what makes it so charming yeah
0: it's really corny that i and i wouldn't be surprised if it had like the lowest budget out of all of them
1: i i want to say the worst might be top dog
0: yeah or
1: no no soccer dog world
0: european year, cup.
1: Europe, european cup i always say world cup because that's what it's that's mm. that's the world cup i was soccer. gonna
0: say that i was gonna suggest that as the worst because, because it's like almost
1: a rehash of the first movie with all the charm removed
0: yeah because at least it's with a
1: different f- dog
0: yeah and at least with the airbud sequels they were playing a different sport so it was kind of like switching it up Mm -hmm. whereas the soccer dog movies they're both playing soccer they're both about soccer it's just like one is like the volumes turned up a little you know like oh it's the european cup this time
1: and it's a different family and it just it's just not nearly as memorable um i don't remember like killer ska soundtrack, so, yeah. you know.
0: I don't remember really anything about it at all.
1: I remember like uh uh World Pop. I
0: remember, like, about, uh,
1: pup. I remember um, the Irish accents. Yeah. And that's it.
0: Yeah. So yeah. I won't say
1: uh, European Cup.
0: But we're also forgetting K911. I mean, that movie, we couldn't even make it through that one. Um, It was so bad. We could get through Top Dog.
1: We got through Top Dog. We
0: got through it. We
1: got through. Yeah. So K911 is pretty bad. But I still want to say like. Soccer Dog World European Cup. Soccer Dog European Cup is the worst because it's so literally forgettable.
0: Yeah. I wouldn't say that it's like a technically bad film. Like there's nothing about it that's like reprehensible. It's just so fucking. Like, middle of the road, phoned in, forgettable. That just kind of is like, what motivation do I have to ever want to watch that again? Right. Nothing. I would give, I would give K911 another shot. I would. I would watch it just to like, you know, try to give it the benefit of the doubt. Uh, Maybe in like a K9 marathon. But, like, European Cup? Meh. Yeah. That's a big meh. So. That is Doggist.
1: That is Doggist. That just about wraps up Doggist. We got a winner. We got a loser. We got all kinds of in-between.
0: Yes, and... I am happy to say that starting next week, we will be reviewing other movies from our collection that don't have to do with dogs. Um, I'm so excited. I want to thank you all for taking this journey with us and exploring dog movies together for what it's worth. I had a great time and uh, I'm really excited to
1: not watch dog, not movies. watch
0: dog movies anywhere. Yeah. You know that, like, whatever the next movie is that we watch that has a dog in it, like, we're going to be so triggered.
1: (laughs) Quite possibly.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that does it for this episode. That does it for this month. Thank you all so much for listening. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts about dog movies. We still have
1: stickers available. We also have launched a Discord. So go ahead and follow the link on our social media to join our Discord so we can talk about movies and tons of other things. We mostly don't talk about movies in there. We just talk about anything. Yeah. (laughs) So come join us. It's fun. I'm in there all the fucking time.
0: Yes. And also, don't forget to visit our website, vhsaturday.com, and you can join our mailing list to get update straight to your inbox anytime we upload a new episode so again thank you so much we will see you next week but until then remember be be kind rewind. rewind